All right, today on today's uh, podcast, we was talking about different things. We had a special guest. We had uh, Pastor uh, Warren Stewart Jr. on here. We had Jasmine on here, and we talked about different different topics. We talked about him being confident. That's a, that's a person. That's why I know him. I know him for being a confident person, a cool person. We talked about Black Panther movie. We talked about the, uh, some of the shootings. Uh, like Black Life, Black Life Matter, we talked about uh, Snoop album, and that was one of the main topics we talked about. So, uh, what, what did you think about the the, the show we did? Man, I thought it was great. Man, it's just it's. I'm looking forward to the future for this, man. Yeah. This is what the kingdom needs. This is what the world needs, so we can show the church in a, in a better light. Yeah. And what you think about it, Yasmin? Um, I think it was a great time, and I think that this is just the beginning of something greater. And this is the platform that God is going to use to reach those who were deemed unreachable. And one thing I just want um, us all to be reminded of that no matter what Snoop's intentions or anyone's intentions are, all things, not some things, but all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So no harm, no foul. Hey, I know y'all waiting for this podcast and here we go. We're going to go ahead and start this podcast. So yeah, we in here, y'all. So we, we, we got a special guest in the building. We have the... Warren Stewart Jr. in here, Big Wall, whatever you, you y'all call him, you know. Yeah. We have Yasmin in here. Hey, She's in here. So yeah, we are gonna get started. So, like I said, I'm not gonna be watching y'all the whole time. I'm be we're gonna get in this in this, in this thing. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start off with some warm up questions. So the first one gonna be uh like what's your favorite color? It's a warm up. Black. Black. Yeah. Why black though? Because it's all the colors combined. Is it? Yeah. So if you mix all the colors, I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. It's black. Wow. I never, I never realized that. Yeah, man, black is my favorite color. Okay, so uh, what's your favorite word? Uh, <laughs> my favorite word. It could be anything. This is a podcast. Let us know what's your favorite word. Conundrum. That's my favorite word right now. And what what does that mean? It's like you're in a perplexing situation and don't know the outcome. It's real. It's almost like angst. Uh, but I like that word. So wow. Okay. Okay. I like that. That's my my word for right now. Like the last two months. And we gonna ask Jasmine, what's your favorite word? My favorite word. Oh my goodness. Um, I guess if we're talking about something that I say on the regular, it just I guess you know in actually any environment I always say and things of that nature. So I guess it's a few words. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. But I always say yeah. that and things of that nature. Yeah. And what, so give me an example. Why would you say that? Um, I might be trying to explain something and just to kind of sum it up really quickly, I'll say, and things of that nature, the like, okay, this and the like, whatever, you know, kind okay. of falls in line and follows suit with whatever it is that I just said. Got you. And some of y'all, let me know your favorite word. Go ahead and post your favorite word on there. It could be a cuss word. We don't care. That make you at least you do a cuss word. I mean, I could have said something, but I don't know. Uh, if right, 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 right. I don't, I don't know which way we're going with this. So hey, hey, hey. This, hey this is going to be one of those type of podcasts. I'll we, wait till we you get on. the sense of button. All right, I'll redo that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I didn't introduce them all. To me, what he is to me, this is what he is to me from afar. Without, like I said, we, we're not like buddy buddy homeboys but what i see from a distance the main thing i see about uh pastor stewart is junior is he's confident that's the main thing i see from him anytime you see him when you walk into a room he has confidence whatever he's doing he's he's preaching he's uh he's a musician in his rap or he's doing things it's confident he don't he don't be like oh i messed up or i don't know about that he's always confident so from going with confident 
how how would you teach your kids to be have that same confidence? Like, yeah. What, what would you? How would you go about teaching your your kids confidence? Well, first of all, my identity in Christ is what gives me confidence. Um, my my upbringing, I was raised regal, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 then studying who I am, who we are as black people. Uh, that that lets me know I'm royalty. So right. I, I I hold my head high, square my shoulders back, and just know that I come from great stock. And then I have a legacy that just helps me, you know, pushes me forward mm-hmm. and gives me momentum to live right. in life. So that 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 is that confidence really comes from from really my confidence in God first right. of all. Gotcha. Like if I, I ain't nothing without Him, I'm mm-hmm. His son. His hand is on me. And he could take it off if he wanted to, right. but it's all about his glory. So the confidence really comes because I'm confident in God. And your and your kids, like your son, you have two sons and a daughter, right? Yeah. So yeah. they they just see that in you, and they, they have no choice but to just yeah. And, but you gotta teach it though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But what's like, an example? How will you teach them though? Like like if they're being bullied or something, it's like, look, do you know who you are? Like okay. your, your grandfather is, who your great uncles right. were. Like like you you come into the stock, game with good stock. Got you. Not to be arrogant, be humble with it, but mm-hmm. just walk in authority, you know? Got so you. that's what I teach them. And another thing I see from him, uh, people might not know, is he's a he's a designer, like graphic designer, anything designer. Like, what, did you just pick that up? You yeah. didn't do it? Or you went to school for it? How no, no, no. I just picked it up watching my friend. Uh, he, he was taking too long to do some graphics. Got and I just you. was watching him, you know, while he wow. would do it. And so I was just like, well, let me do it. And then somebody paid me, so said I'd pay you forty dollars an hour, and I said, "Well, I'm in business. <laughs> uh, my rates have gone up." Just in case you're listening, right. I'm not at forty dollars an hour. That was fourteen years ago. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. And another thing I see is uh, you're a great. You're a, we, we talked about the, being a great father also, but you're a great husband also. Uh, I don't know if I'm a great. Yeah, husband. I, I'm. I'm just saying I, I'm right. What I what I see myself, you know, I, I see that like I. That's that's what I see. So that's why, and we should have had your wife here. Next time you she come, she gotta not, come. She, she might not say I'm a great husband. So I think I she, try, I think I try she my will. best. I think she will. Yeah, but you know, I mean, as as a husband, you're supposed to be an example like Christ and sacrifice your needs for for that, and 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 so that's how you do it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick this up. You probably won't want me to talk about this, but I remember. Like we talking about your confidence. I never seen you like wavering with like emotional like that. But we had a concert here at my church. Oh, you, you got talk, you, you got what the time I cried. You, you got honored. You got honored for something. And yeah. I'm like you got a little choked. I'm like he, I ain't never seen him get like that. I never seen him get like that. But like what what was going through your head? Like what what, what made you go there? Okay, so I'm also a social justice activist, right. and so from that. I, I had just gotten a threat for somebody to kill me. Wow. And I had laid out my songs for my homegoing service. Like, I I have that already laid out. Serious? You know? And they sang all the songs oh. that that would have been sung at my funeral. It's a wrap, man. And so I was just like, Lord, uh, is this it? Wow. You know? And so that's why I got choked up because... I mean, being out here and really being a social justice activist, fighting for unity and equality and equity, like people don't like it. Wow. So I was on a radio show and somebody called and was like, Warren, you got to go. Like, and people have been looking for where I live and where the church is. So this is real. You know, could we could I, I'm going to bring that topic up. The main the thing is when they, uh, I forgot what it's. It, it's sad. I don't remember who it was that got killed because it was been so many. I know. But who, who, who? It was one person that really happened, and you was the first one I seen. You had your dad's church 
packed with cameras, packed yeah. with people talking about that. Because no, nobody in Arizona, Arizona, it's not a black, to me, I don't, it's not a black state. Right. So you was the one, the first one I seen that just started that. And then from you, other people started doing little little, little yeah, ones. But yeah. you, what what made you get that uh, the courage even to do it to do that? Man, um, for real, it was a friend who called me and was like, "Warren, you got to do something." It was uh, a yeah. Pastor Boogie, Jason Perez, who's my my friend in ministry, and he was like, "You got to do something." And my dad was on vacation. I said, "Look, Dad, we got to do." A rally or something to respond. It was Alton Sterling and Philando Castillo. Got they got killed in that same week. And um, they, matter of fact, it just came up. I think today or yesterday yeah, that the two officers they they didn't get they didn't get in trouble for that. Exactly. That's crazy. We and had no justice, man. <laughs> so 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 you these people are getting killed unjustly, and then you fight for justice for them, and they want to kill you. Right. So it, it just. The hate and the racism in in America is crazy. Yeah. And then we had another uh, another young man just got killed, got shot twenty times. They mistaked him for 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 a cell phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah the gun for so, the iPhone so, for a gun. So, so my question is this: is like, what what's the point of them using like having mace or taser gun? Why why wouldn't you use that first? Because a mace and a taser gun, they would. It's two of you guys. They would. I kind of, I guess, uh, stopping from doing something. The other one could go. Like, yeah. What's what's the point? Why would you shoot twenty times? Like, what's the point of shooting? It's it's fear. It's fear tactic. First of all, they're afraid. Second of all, you know, they they don't think they don't think through all the methods that you go through to to uh, control a situation. Mm-hmm. And so you shoot first and then think later. I mean, they but, they you handcuffed got, you got, him. They handcuffed his dead body. I heard the tapes. They were talking to him. Saying, are you okay? Let us know if you're okay. Like, you know, I already shot him 20 times. Right. Let You get shot 20 times. We ask you, are you okay? It's just, That's I don't understand. Logic. Like, this this might be another one that, that they don't get in trouble for either. Like, I guess I have a, I have a son. He's he's young. He's four years old. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's getting scary, man. And, and another thing, some people going to say, you know, I heard some people say uh, he was breaking car windows, so like that. Mm-hmm. But we don't know. Why he did that? Maybe somebody threatened him. Maybe right. he, he was getting uh, harassed or something. He had to he had to defend himself. Right. Maybe, we don't know why he broke, but it's people. It's first thing, oh, he was he was a thug. He was breaking right. windows. That's why he got shot. Right. But we don't we don't know what really happened. Right. And if he if he if he did, he was wrong for breaking the windows. They don't necessarily get killed. Right. In right. your but the thing is in your own backyard. In your own backyard, but 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 uh, Dylan Roof can walk into a church and shoot nine people, and they take him to Burger King. Burger King, you know what I'm saying? Or the other guy that just just shot up the school, you know, they take him to the hospital. You know, so I mean, we know there's 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 bias in our judicial system, in our police, public safety. So we we know that, and so we have to address that, and we're not gonna stop because yeah. it's just a new name. So we're gonna get. We don't get kind of get out there because that's that's kind of it makes me kind of angry. He's talking about it, you know, because it just it's sad, man. So we we gonna we gonna go. We gonna do a little more. So um, the next one, tell me tell me a little bit because we talk about your confidence, how you you got so many talents, you do a lot. Let me know what, what's the what's the um, what's the foundation? Where you get that from? Like your parents? Is that is that, is that come from that or yeah. lineage of your grandfather? Tell me a little bit about your parents first. Yeah, my dad. So, Dr. Warren A. Stewart, senior pastor, first institutional, forty-one years. Wow, um, forty-one. I didn't 41. know that. Same church. He don't. He don't look that like he. I know. Dang. I know, man. So. Wow. Him and my mom. They just raised us with prestige mm-hmm. and and 
and uh, just you know being a first family, you just learn how to, you know, walk walk uprightly if you right. will. You know, yes, me you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, they teach you that because mm-hmm. you're an example. But all eyes on me. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Smile, smile for the camera. It ain't nothing different than what you learn as a as a celebrity. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's the same stuff. You, you say, say, you I mean you can chime in. Definitely. Like, I'm gonna ask you both a question. Yeah. Like, what's the what's the what's the biggest like what's the thing you hate? I won't say hated, but what's the thing you didn't like the most about being a PK kid? Like, I I know something you have to go to church all the time. You gotta be you gotta be good, I guess. Like, what what's some of the things you guys didn't like becoming growing up as a as PK kid? I think it would probably be being under the watchful eye. Okay. You know, everything. No. And, um, you know, everybody thought they were your parent, um, which is fine. You know, it takes a village, but, you know, it, it's that you could do the same thing that their child did. Right, right. right. But it's just different because you, the pastor's daughter. Right. The pastor's daughter did X, Y, and Z. The pastor's daughter was talking in the choir stand. The pastor's daughter was doing, you know, it was just always something and the smaller things. And then, you know, my mother, you know, having that concern as first lady that, you know, whatever was going on, you know, at home or whatever the case may be, when we got to church, you know, she didn't want our business out there. Got you. You know what I'm saying? And so... Um, as you try to assimilate and, you know, f- fit in with your friends. But at the same time, it's like, you know, there was a boundary drawn mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. because you didn't want to say too much or do too much mm-hmm. or, um, you know, even even being out in public and just being a kid. Wow. You know, there's always church folks mm-hmm. lurking yeah. in the bushes. And church folks, all. not saints. Church folks. Ain't, church you, folks. ain't you pastors, daughter? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so, you know. And everybody know who you are. Everybody know who you are. Right. And that stigma, you know, even at high, in high school, you know, the guys would joke, like, well, you know what they say about preacher's daughters? Oh. No, what do they say? Wow. Okay, yeah. No, I don't think so. I, 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 know, I know you guys went through that. But, oh, that's another thing. That's another subject right there, man. Right. Like, wow. So, and I know another thing you guys, your your, your parents, or your the, the pastor he goes to, he, he goes to a lot of, like, like he has to be there for mainly for the church sometimes before he can be there for you guys. Like he got to leave or be in the middle of the night up, going to the hospital with my dad. And you got like, dad, you don't, you don't see me enough. Like you go help these people, but what about me? Yeah. Did you guys ever feel like that? Like you, like you second place? Yeah, of course. To the church. I, I mean, I did because, I mean, you. That's that was the old school model. You know, it was God, church, family, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, it of course. I don't know about your dad. I can speak for my dad, but I'm we've they've learned that hard lesson. Okay. But this is the problem with that. And I'm gonna just say theologically, we have not taught people to depend on Jesus and go to him. Yes. Right. And so we've allowed people to depend on pastors. Make them a God. Yeah. Gotcha. And and we have a lot of Catholic practices in the Protestant church. True. By letting the pastor be the priest you go to. There's only one mediator between God and man. His name is Jesus. Wow. And if you don't learn how to go to him, the pa- say what if the pastor needs prayer tonight, you call. See? You, you know what I'm saying? What if he going through? You don't think stuff? about that stuff. But but we have to teach people to go to Jesus for themselves and we haven't done that. And that's why people, you know, it's like say when pastors fall and when they fail, you see their humanity, they fall away from the faith. Because you never had faith in God. You had faith in a man. That's right. Wow. And People live vicariously through their pastors and their pastors' families yes. to want to live holy for them. They're like, oh, well, they're the family that I just oh, love them. Okay. They, yeah. Nah, man, everybody got to live their own life. And I said this to some people the other day. 
a lot of people want to call out pastors, but but read the epistles. Those epistles were written to the entire church mm-hmm. to get right. Not just the leaders of the church, but the entire church. So we got to understand that, man, because we're not doing church right, you know. Yeah. And people don't understand that when your pastor has a family mm-hmm. then all of the demands that you are putting on your pastor you are putting that on the family as well see you don't think about that mm-hmm. you know and um a lot of times people are very critical you know they love to bring up what the pastor drives or how much the pastor mm-hmm. makes this yeah. is a 24 hour yeah. seven day a week job yeah there are no off days right even on vacation, that cell phone is ringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Definitely. When there's emergencies or when people are going through, um, they're thinking about their pain and where they're at and what's happening with them. Mm-hmm. And they want you there. They want you at the hospital. Yep. They want you in the courtroom. Yep. Um, they want you at the baby blessing, the house <laughs> blessing. They want you everywhere. Yeah. And then we'll turn around and get upset with you. Mm-hmm. You don't come. And, um, and, and hold that against you. And then mm-hmm. they get on that, that hotline. You know, and they're calling and it you, just, yeah. you know, and, and one of the things that I remember growing up and my father, um, very, very gracious man. His name is Warren, too. Actually, okay. our father, we've known son. What, what is your dad? What, what Warren. Is your dad? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Nickname. I was about to say his nickname. Um, you know, we've known each other since we were like five or six because our fathers were, you know, and still now good buddies, account- right. accountability partners in the ministry. Got you, got you. I actually grew up in Tucson, Arizona. My okay. father. Um, is the pastor of Living Waters Ministry. His name is Warren Anderson. Is he still pastoring? Yes. Okay. okay. He is still pastoring down in the Tucson area. And, you know, that sacrifice of, I played sports. Okay. You know, and when I was younger, my dad, who was also a juvenile probation officer, um, he was a full-time pastor, juvenile probation officer. And so, you know, he would do his best to be there, but that was just a sacrifice that, you know, we had to make as a family, so as a child, not he, having my father at my games. He's, he's a pastor and he has a full-time job. He did in the beginning. Yes. And then, I'm saying. yes. That's, that's, that's hard. Right. It is. And I mean, and, I and serv- <laughs> you know, yeah. and people just don't understand, um, the dynamic that goes into full-time ministry. Um, and taking care of a family. So, you know, there's three of us. We, we're not as deep as the stewards. Six. But, uh, oh, it's six yes. Well, I five, thought it was only like four. No, five boys, one deep. Girl. Oh, deep, man. Deep, deep. So, um, you know, I, I just encourage people to, um, you know, afford your, your, your pastor a, l- a little bit of grace and, and remember that they are men as well. Gotcha. And all the things that you are faced with and the challenges that you are faced with, mm-hmm. they too are faced with those. And they have a wife at home who's like, okay, you've been at the church, you've been at the <laughs> hospital, you, uh, hello, you right. know, you got home. So then they got to come home and deal with that. And then their kids, you know, we act up mm-hmm. as yeah, well. We're, we're, we're challenged and confronted with the same challenges that everybody's child is challenged with, you know. So it, it really, the foundation is... <laughs> Is vital, and we were both fortunate to have um, mothers mm-hmm. and fathers who, although they were busy, they did make sh- make sure they laid a foundation for us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, just real quickly, as I'm taking over your no, you <laughs> no, no, you, you're <laughs> your fine. No, just you, one of the yeah. things that my father did to lay the foundation is, you know, he didn't have much time with us because you know he'd go to his full time job, then he'd go to the church, so mm-hmm. he'd get home at ten eleven every uh-huh. night. Um, and then come Friday evening, he's locked in his study preparing yeah. his message from Friday evening to Sunday morning. You know, yeah. we might get a glimpse of him. Wow. But um, 
he would take me to school every morning and we would do scripture verses. Okay. And there were just certain verses he said that would last me my whole life long that I needed to commit to memory. Mm. And it was so true. So true. Because now I find myself quoting those scriptures when I need it. So just making sure that the word was part of my foundation. And then he really kind of stepped back. My mom was more the one who was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, Mm -hmm. you know, people, you got to do this. You got to say this. And (laughs) But my dad was just like, he was a teenager. He hadn't walked with the Lord all of his life. And he was from, you know, one of the worst hoods in Chicago, Illinois. So he let me, he let us in Tucson to him was a protected environment. (laughs) So, you know, he didn't really put a whole lot of expectations and he let us find our way. So that's, man, I'm I'm looking this. And I want to say another thing, just not about church people depending upon the pastor, but we have not also equipped the church to handle the work of ministry so explain that so so yes we can teach you to go to jesus but Mm -hmm. there are officers that are supposed to uh, i don't want to say officers but leaders servant leaders in the church Mm -hmm. that are supposed to take care Mm -hmm. of the needs of ministry so you have deacons you have uh, trustees ain't in the Bible. I just want to throw that out there. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. Deacons are not supposed to run the church. Uh, elders do. Bishops actually have oh, churches that they oversee. You They're about, not you just about to start have something the title. Here. Uh-huh. Let's do it. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but those, the apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, you know, shepherds. So we, we, we need to really move back to that Ephesians 4 model where we're all sharing the weight okay. of the responsibility of ministry where one person doesn't have to be the one to be called on when somebody's sick. It's multiple people mm-hmm. because God created us for himself and for community and we just haven't taught that properly. Wow. So that's why pastors, they say 70, 70% of pastors like quit yeah, every year. And some of them die from like this. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of them are closing doors. Yeah. There's a lot of churches in Tucson. I should have brought that the doors. We talk about that. Cause I, didn't, I didn't bring the statistics, but oh, I hear it lot, all the time. There's yeah. a lot of bad statistics being a pastor. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I have I had some questions kind of going towards like a, your main thing. So, you, we know you do a lot of things, but we'll just say being a pastor right now. Yeah. So, my thing will be, when did you know that you wanted to be a, a pastor? Um, wow. Um, about 2001, I heard God say Church of the Remnant. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, nah, I'm too young. I can't pastor. How old were you? I was at the time, 21, like 2001. I was, uh, I can't do the math. You're 20s, early 20s? Early 20s. It was early yeah. 20s. 22, I 21. Can't even think about, about 22? That. Yeah, maybe 23. Right? That's young, man. That's yeah. real young. Yeah. And, and so I was just like, nah. And so, you know, seven years later, we, we started Church of the Remnant. We planted it. Um, we originally wanted to plant in South Phoenix, but five years we were around Central West Phoenix, and okay. then we moved back. And so, actually, Remnant will be ten years in July. Um, been pastoring uh, ten years, and I said, God, I'll give Remnant ten years. I don't know so if you, I'm gonna be. So you gave him ten years. I said, I'll give you ten years. You gonna have to talk to me about something else <laughs> wow. after July. <laughs> it's just forty. I mean, my dad's over there, forty-one. Oh, I don't. Jesus, that's a long time, man. It's, it is. I mean. But when you're like a bivocational, trivocational pastor like me, I have, I literally have four jobs. So, wow. you know, I 
it, it's a lot, you know. And then I'm in the community, so I really at five. I don't get paid for that. Cause I know some people say something you do, you you do a thing you love is not a job. So it's all four things you love, or something. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a pastor. I'm a graphic designer. Work for Harvest of Hope. I'm the director of church recruitment to gotcha. start foster care ministries. Um, let's 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 talk about Harvest yeah, of Hope, yeah. like. I, I did a, I did an event with you with Harvest yeah, of Hope and right. I and I was I was kind of disappointed because it was so much great information mm-hmm. such a good resource but there was none of the pastors none of the people even there like yeah. to even re- to receive it like it was just I, I, I was disappointed because it was a great it was a great event it mm-hmm. wasn't like a long drive like boring thing yeah it was good and it, it, it had a it just kind of explain what Harvest if, if you can, yeah, it's yeah, okay yeah. to say, yeah. just kind of explain what that is. Yeah, Harvest of Hope is a church network of family services where we recruit churches to start foster care ministries to adopt and foster kids out of group homes. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it is discouraging and disheartening when pastors are so apathetic mm-hmm. and they don't respond to stuff that God has called us to, to do. And pure religion is taking care of widows and orphans. And when I was hungry, you clothed me. When I was naked, you, mm-hmm. you, you know, I mean, when I was hungry, you fed me. When I was naked, you clothed me. You know, so these are the things that God has called us to do, yet we settle for shouting in church That's it. and That's think that we have some type of substance. And shouting ain't never... Uh, gave anybody substance and we don't nah. even shout off scripture like it's, it's a it's a exercise class pretty much i mean <laughs> i'm just saying but if the church would be in the community like i'm glad that you even brought that up to say as a guy who's there to do video right and and pictures right. and you are like man more pastors need to be here it's great information i'm like yeah i'm i'm with you on that bro. And, and some people that wonder why that church don't grow and they're not getting because you all you doing like you said is shouting and singing and going home you're not doing anything out of the four walls no like a church is not in the four walls the church is outside yeah like and then some people you recruit other people members mm-hmm. that ain't church growth no it's church transfer yeah and like yeah. You, come on you you some of these pastors need to go out to the to the neighborhood to the grocery store and get it's you, when you drive, I drive church on Sundays. I see people washing cars. I see yeah. people cutting their grass, doing yeah. something. They yeah. ain't think about going to church. No, in, in, in your in your neighborhood of your church. Yeah, I know. Like we we have houses across from our from our. Right. Don't that they're, they're they wake up on Sunday morning. They not all oh, going to close the for church tomorrow. Yeah, they ain't thinking about they think, Oh, I gotta wash my car in the morning. Right, cut the grass. That's my only go day and off, take a nap. Really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and people go go. But go but but like say for instance, okay, so example of that for remnant. The last two years, when we when we finally made it to El Prado and relaunched from there, like the last two years, we've there's been this big Easter event where the families out there, food, family, music, and and it's like thousands of people wow. out in the park, and then you go in the church, and you got your few members in there, and it's just like, I'm not gonna pass these people again, and I said, listen, I know we didn't put it in the budget. I know we didn't plan it. This is what we doing. Make it happen. We got it done. We're, go, we're gonna go ahead and go ahead and kind of give you, go and get that. Give it, uh, what you guys gonna do on on Easter? Yeah, let so, people know like so, the date yeah. and time and all that. Yeah, Location. so nine o'clock El Prado Park, Nineteenth Avenue, uh, and Alta Vista is just south of Southern, north of Baseline, really north of Vineyard. El Prado Park, you can't miss it. Uh, we'll be out there with a big white tent at nine o'clock. Uh, there's a video on my Facebook. You can go to remnantsouthphoenix.com, remnantsouthphx.com, mm-hmm. and get all the info. 
But that's where we're going to be, man, because Jesus would have took the church to the people. That's right. And not told them to come inside somewhere and sing some songs about him and not even really feel him. So we got to stop. This is what we say at Remnant. We don't holiday Jesus. We everyday Jesus. Ooh. So we that's, can't. Man, <laughs> that's we can't, it, too. We can't stop. We can't just reduce Jesus to a holiday, man, and just make it all spectacular. That's, that's, your, that's your main Sundays, too. The Mother's Day, uh, and everybody uh, Easter, gonna be Christmas. And everybody going to be there. And then after that, it's over. It, but if you did something different, maybe they would see the church in a different light. Yeah. So we're like, we're going outside. That's it's going to be 91 man. degrees. We don't care. That's great, man. We got And we got water donated from from from, uh, from one of our politicians. Said they're going to donate some water. Like, That's awesome. When you just do that, people start blessing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're doing the right thing. I, 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 I like that, man. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we, and so like I said, your main, to me, your main thing is uh, you've been the pastor. So, I, I'd like to do a thing called Top 5. So, yeah. I love, like, whoever my guest is going to be, I like to do your Top 5 in your profession. Who is your Top 5? It don't have to be nobody local. You could be somebody up there. Like, cause some, you do some local, people might get yeah. their feelings hurt or something like that. But to me, or, <laughs> I don't care. You, you, matter of fact, you, could, yeah. you choose which one you want to do. Being, a, like, a, in music, your Top 5 or preacher Top 5. You let me know who All your right. whoever you want to pick your top five. It don't have to be the order either. Top five uh, in preaching. Preaching, yo, your top five preachers. Can I just do my top one in five different categories? Got gotcha. you. Okay, got gotcha. you. <laughs> because I that makes sense. I'm, I'm gonna use that. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah, use yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Francis Chan would be he's an Asian pastor who wow. left his mega church to do biblical church to go to house church, no budget. And so what? So you said from his church to biblical. What's the difference? So biblical churches, when you look at Acts two, they did the house church model. You know, they never they, heard of that. Yeah, man. I mean, the the model for the church is what we've taken as church is American and it's, wow. it's, it's commercialism. And so when you do things biblical, people think it's radical, but it's just really biblical. Hmm. We you, you we've been teaching on this for years because we're going back to that format. To really be in the community, they met daily, and a sense of awe came back to the church. Every day they went, they met every day. That's what the Bible says. Wow, you try to do that now, boy, you gonna lose your whole church. But you gotta live in community. That's what. That's why the gospel was concentrated in community. Mm-hmm. When you saturate a community and everybody starts moving in, then you can do that. You can have multiple house churches, and then monthly everybody gathers because we miss everybody. You know what oh, I'm saying? Gotcha. And then we celebrate. So Francis Chan, he wrote Crazy Love. He's my top like pastor. Got, gotcha. Okay. Uh, music, Diddy. I love him. Gotcha. Um, uh, I don't care what nobody. Yeah. Say. Pe- take some, that. some people take some, that. Take that. Right now, some people they they take Diddy like they. they I don't want to say for granted, but they like they don't understand who he is. Like yeah. they don't know how much he's worth. He's worked a lot. He's done a lot. He's almost a billionaire status. Like yeah. Diddy, like they put Jay, they say Jay Z all the time. They say Big all the time. But Diddy is the he's that guy. Yeah, I know. I mean, and people Jay, don't really know. Jay wouldn't be Jay without Biggie's connection. I mean, he got his slot because Biggie died. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying. That's, that's pretty, yeah, it's true. That's, so, that's what that's what happened. Yeah. So uh, yes, I, I, I like that. So Diddy, okay. Sports. My favorite athlete is Charles Barkley. Charles Wait Charles a Barkley minute. Of all time. Wait a minute. Your time, favorite? Favorite. Favorite. Man, you got you got to explain now. I, I like Barkley too, He's but terrible, your favorite man. though? Terrible. He's my favorite. I used to love Jordan. I just love Barkley, man. I love his attitude. I just you kind of got a little barking in you too. Yeah, yeah he like you. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's okay, my favorite. Barkley. That's that's a that's okay, a good one. That's my favorite 
NBA player. Okay. Okay. Athlete um, then. Yeah, athlete. Um I mean entertainer Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, all time. Of all time. That's a, real quick, real quick. Michael Jackson, say he just came up like like the people's coming up now. Would he have made it? Like how he was, like the voice, the 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 nah. The, the, nah. Like he has so many memes. Nah. nah. He he'll be harassed, bully. <laughs> yeah. He 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 made it for such a time as that. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking about that. Like he probably wouldn't have, right now this nah. this this this, this nah, they wouldn't have, era. Nah. He had to break barriers. Like that's why Mike was Mike, because there yeah. was nobody doing it like him. Um and the reason why I like Mike as an entertainer and as a person is because he said if you want to become great, study the greats. Oh, okay. And so when I the reason why I have confidence, like I study great preachers mm-hmm. or I study great businessman and try to achieve that gotcha. and so when you see Mike you see Fred Astaire Bob Fosse uh, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Jackie, Jackie Wilson, Wilson James yeah. Brown you gotcha. see all of them gotcha. uh, my favorite comedian of all time Eddie Murphy oh yeah that's without a doubt all time but okay that's nothing so that's, that's fire yeah. so so we gonna we gonna can we just, I love Eddie like I just man I grew up on Eddie but yeah. to me like where's Eddie at like right to me right now this is the era he can kill. He could do all his movies, yeah. and it will be dope. Well, like, he's coming, coming to America too. Oh, he is. He's writing it. Yeah. Oh, saying yeah, yeah, man, you yeah. got me excited. On, I ain't know about that. But <laughs> yeah. he could do Nubby Fester, kill it. Yeah. He could do Beverly Hills Cop, kill it. They were supposed to do that. Yeah. Like all, like like man, he can do all his movies. But I want to say all of like that. They kill. That's the new ones. And yeah. but Doctor Doolittle, he could do that right yeah. now. Yeah. Like Eddie yeah. was like. I don't know, man. I can talk about Eddie, Eddie all day. Eddie's rich, though. He don't need to do nothing. That's but why. But it ain't all about the money. It's about your people, man. Like it's about us. We miss you, man. But he got Kevin Hart. You see, I see. Yeah, but he ain't there. Eddie, man. I know he, he ain't. He trying, but, but he, he ain't he, Eddie, he, man. He opened the door. For, I think as a as an artist, though, yeah. from his perspective, possibly not that I you know talked to him recently, mm-hmm. but just. Um, you're trying to outdo yourself. You gotcha, know what I mean? Gotcha. Like you're your greatest competition. So I think he's, he, you know, wants to see new levels, something different. You gotcha. know what I mean? He's already achieved that. Yeah, right, right, right. So, you know, you want to keep going higher. It's kind of hard higher. to break that. you right. right. I, I see. That makes sense. Yeah. So what's so, the next thing? So, yeah. So, I, like I said, I have these some questions. I'm not going to, there's no way we can do all this because we'll be here okay. all night. But we're going to get to a couple of quick ones right here. I want, I, I want to know for myself and also for the people okay. that will probably help us. So, um, let let this this might help me. Uh, when you feel overwhelmed, unfocused, and a loss, a loss of focus for a moment, what do you do to get back grounded? What do you do to get um unfrustrated and unfocused? Like what what's something you? I mean, it could be something simple. What do you do to get you like okay, I'm back, I'm good. Cause I know as what you do, I know you get frustrated and and stuff like that. I won't say unfocused, but frustrated yeah. a lot. But what keeps you back calm? And is it family? Is it church or like what, what what gets you back to your like i'm worn yeah um time by myself okay i just take time away i mean i may have to go somewhere and cuss and yell a gotcha, little bit gotcha um <laughs> it helps man no nah, man i mean you know when nobody's there nobody gonna see me right right cussing nobody <laughs> out but uh i mean i just have to get get along with god and okay. pray and meditate and uh just center myself you okay. know read some uh read the word listen to some worship music gotcha. or something, you know uh, or just listen to some good music r&b music or hip-hop but what, go to the gym but what if it's some what if it's something like real quick or maybe in the car you got you got cut off or maybe somebody just said something uh, look 
maybe bumped your wife or something. And it, it's, it happened quick. You don't have time to go get wash your music or no. Is it, what? What would you do? Like, how would you handle that? Like right then, give them the number one sign. Yeah, in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> You're number one, buddy. You're uh, we, we, we all human. So like some choice words. Okay, I'd be like, hey man, like I may not cuss, but right. I'm gonna right. make Let sure know. you know my vibrato gotcha. is in here. You know, but it's not gonna mess up your day. You don't, you don't, you gonna correct it right then, and we good then. You, yeah. it won't, it won't link. Like man, I can't believe. He did that at home, like oh, but you you gonna yeah, correct it right I'm, I'm then and correct it right gotcha. away. Okay, yeah, I may not, I'm not gonna cuss, probably cuss nobody out, but I will raise my voice. Gotcha. That's a good, that's a good. Day. I'm, I'm gonna try. Something you get on, like you get, like I said, un, a little unfocused, frustrated to go calm, be by yourself, relax, listen to some little music, and that's 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 a good point. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. So another one I'm gonna do before we get because we're gonna get to that Snoop album. But right now, another one is what would you say right now? What's one of your greatest moments? Like a recent moment you like, dang, that's that's like great. Like you make you feel good. Like what's some some happened? It could be um, old new. What's one of your greatest times? Recording though? Stay Woke that video. Wow, that that was so that's, that was one of my questions. We're gonna go straight there then. Yeah. So explain. Matter of fact, I'm gonna try to pull it up. So explain Stay Woke, like where it came from, how it started, and all that. So Stay Woke. <laughs> Somebody says say it with your chest. <laughs> what's up, Jeff? Uh, Jeff recorded a music video with me one time. Um. So, yeah, Stay Woke came from just a, a righteous response to, to all the police brutality and the killings of black lives mm -hmm. and to just encapsulate everything that's been going on without making it time sensitive, mm -hmm. like saying Mike Brown or saying uh, uh, Philando, just just generalizing it and, and with the. Uh, what's going on like with Stefan Clark like stay woke is for him it's, it's for any situation that comes up and it just talks about the problem it's not just about police brutality I talk about foster care in there gentrification abortion um, you got to hear it I talk about how they eradicate our history our black history um, um, and then I get to our solution our solution is to look to God and we never was Pharaoh was never supposed to set us free, mm -hmm. and we look to God, the Most High God, to set us free. And so that's why I talk about the problem because we can stay on the problem all day, but if we're not looking to God, then we don't have any hope. Uh, we have no hope in in our from the White House. We have no hope from the trap house. We have no hope mostly wow. from our houses, but we have hope from God God's house. And that, explain. I'm, I'm gonna try to pull it up so we can. You probably won't watch it live, guys, but we will watch it on the podcast or the YouTube. Yeah. Sean, let's talk about the video because the video was awesome, man. So if you haven't seen that, his video, go to, uh, is it on Is it on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. So let, let us know where we go see that YouTube. Yeah. Kind of explain the, how the video came about. Uh, yeah. What made you do it that way? Yeah, so when I wrote it, uh, it's on, uh, first of all, it's on YouTube. Uh, look up Big Wo, B-I-G-W-O, um, all one word, uh, stay woke. And um, what, how it came about the video, I knew when I wrote it, like all the visual things I wanted to see. Okay. And so I knew it needed to be in the march. And I was just like, how am I going to get right. hundreds of people in my video from my Facebook reach? And then I was just like, I preached at a Martin Luther King prayer breakfast. And I was like, ah, there's the man who organizes all the MLK wow. events. And I just put him on notice. Like when oh, I was right there, <laughs> I was like, hey, man. I want to shoot my video, Dr. Blue. Um, can you make that happen? And then I had my big sis uh, behind the scenes help me. And um, 
she she really did all the talks for me and got it done. And, wow. and uh, I told my cameraman, I said, Darrell, let's get it going. Always Timeless Productions filmed it for me. And uh, he was like, you know what you're going to do? I said, no, just turn the camera on and play the music. Yeah, because the, the, I'm a video guy, so I, I can see different things in that video. is like dope because you did like a like a little intro at first because you did it when you're showing with your kids and you're going on stage and then it stopped. I'm like, come on, man. What's, yeah. what's going on? I yeah. know what, was, what it was. Yeah. And then like a, a week later, you showed yeah. the whole video how yeah. it started and it was like you had your wife in there singing, you had your kids yeah. uh, playing instruments. Yeah. It was it was it was phenomenal. So I'm trying to I'm trying to uh, I'm gonna try to get it up and see if we can listen to it. Do you, do you have a track on your phone? No, you can't do the phone because you you're on Facebook Live. Yeah. But we, we we'll we'll show it. What I'm gonna do when we end this podcast on YouTube, we'll show the actual video, okay. and that's how we'll do it. That's how we end the show. But uh, that that video was great. So that was one of the questions. So the next one, man, we we got to go there, man. All right, let's go. <laughs> the big topic, let's man. Go. I want you to explain. Uh, the the highest story on your Facebook page, but we're gonna talk about. I'm gonna say my my, my piece about it. The uh, the Snoop the Snoop. Uh, if you guys haven't heard or uh, listened to it, um, the uh, Snoop Dogg gospel album. Yeah, it sounds funny. Snoop Dogg gospel album. <laughs> when, I, when I first heard it too, I was like, man, it's gonna be whack. Yeah. So I I have Apple Music, so you know, I said, no, I ain't listening to that. But I heard somebody else talk about it. They, yeah. they don't listen to church music. Yeah. They listen to it because it was Snoop. Yeah. So I'm like. Okay, they said it was good. I'm like, okay, they said he had like 20 songs on. I'm like, why we had 20 songs? But when I looked at all the people he had on there, dude, yeah, that album was great. So I'm gonna tell you guys now. I have been bumping the album. My favorite track on there is the uh, Ty Trip with the, the You. Yeah. That 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 track there is awesome. But he had, if you we'll we'll let you talk about the controversy. But that album to me is dope. So let me let, let's know. Uh, about the album, what you think about well, the album? Well, I thought the album, just from a production standpoint, was dope. It was hot, and and for me, I'm just like as a as a musician, as an artist, as a producer, and and when I say musician, I say that lightly, but I do produce some of my music. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like it was dope from a production standpoint. Let's just say that. Yeah. Was off topic. Secondly, the content. Had more theology than most pastors I hear on 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 See? Christian TV. See, so uh, thirdly, Snoop was confessing Jesus, hmm. and I knew religious folks would have had a problem with it mm-hmm. because they forget where they come from. I'm a plug gracefully my book called Dirty Christianity, which which talks about how we all have a a dirty story that God cleaned us up from and redeemed us, mm-hmm. and we're not supposed to forget to go back to people like that who we once were, as Ephesians tells us. You once were children of wrath. You once were all See? these things, and we forget. It's, but but by the grace of God, we have been free from those things. So it's like Christians, and I use that term lightly because I don't even call myself a Christian. Okay, okay. I, I'm a believer. I'm a follower of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you see my life, it should look like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to be perfect. However, I knew they would have a problem. I knew religious folk would have a problem. That's why I posted it like that. It's just dope. I don't even know what I actually said, but uh, it's probably down a little bit lower. Oh, okay. But um, whatever I said, I knew it would get, it'd get the religious folks' attention. And I haven't stirred the religious pot in a minute and I'm glad I did because <laughs> it brought out and it exposed a lot of people like even somebody said oh, I'm watching you now since you really? like Snoop and I'm like first of all I uh, may play Biggie going to church hmm. or or Snoop and 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 when I get out of church like I'm just like 
lady, please. <laughs> like I'm watching. Well, she I said told her, watching you. What she? I like, said I'm watching you because you voted for Trump. So that, oh. now I'm watching you. Now you want to call me out? Oh. I'm gonna call you. And usually I don't clap back, but it's clap back season now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm just saying, Snoop Dogg's album is dope. He's re- he's reaching people that the church wouldn't reach. Exactly. That's the main point. That, that's the main, that's the main thing. And if you got a problem with him smoking weed, you probably forgot that you used to smoke it. And and weed is 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 legal in certain states, and God put it here on earth for me and you. That's what Chris Tucker said in Friday. That was one of my favorite movies. When I didn't even smoke weed, I loved that movie. I'm not saying <laughs> whatever, whatever about that. We can talk about that. But the problem is with the church is they're so judgmental and hypocritical. Is why they're running people away. And here Snoop is is doing a gospel album and saying, "Come." Just listen, there's a song with Marvin Sapp and Mary Mary called Come As You yes, Are. Yes, it's yes. so dope. And and Isaac Korea is, is called Change. I mean he, Yeah, Rest Allen on there. Like, Rest like Snoop, Allen. He's an older. He's like a he's like a like a quartet, but he had him on there. Clarkson is on there. He put their original song on there. Exactly. Their original he exactly. has he had their own track on there. Patty LaBelle singing great singing I Shall Wear that, a Crown. That's, that gave me chills, man. That song gave me chills. You man. can't tell me. And and the the funny thing is is religious folk who are critiquing Snoop or critiquing my post haven't even listened to the album. That's true. So you can't. You, it's no way you. It's no way you listen to it and you doing. You send all this. There's no way. No, because if no. you listen to it, you'd be like, "Oh, this is a good. This is a fool. Listen, this album is more gospel than some gospel album. It's crazy, man. And, and his album, he, you, like some albums, Christian like gospel. Some some songs you don't hear Jesus in, in, in at all. Come on. This this album, I think every song. I think I know you hear it in every song. Every song. It's like. And like I said, the, not not just saying the words or whatever. The music on here the f- is the music, the produ- the production of this. Yep, is it took time. Yep, you know what I'm saying. So I, it, it it's a it's a great it's a it's an album that you're gonna be playing for a long time, man, for real. And you and some of your church gonna be singing some of these songs too. Why? The one you can tell me. If you don't listen to it, you won't even know you you singing soup stuff. Exactly. So I, I listen to do. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. you're you gonna look crazy. Yep. Did you on the? Uh, no, I was just gonna say. You know, God can use anybody. You know, at any time, shoot in the Bible, God used the ass yeah. Yeah. to yeah. speak. You know, not, and, and that is not no, 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 no. Yeah, we, insult. That's what, that's what, it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. But God can use anybody. And anybody. so for us to put limits on who can speak the word of God or, or who can come move. On. and Say that. Man, come on, you guys. And like I said, most the people. The message. Is, yeah, most people is, is criticizing. They don't They don't know. Snoop probably, had, probably did confess. He may be changing. You 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 don't know. His you, mom is a preacher or his grandma, somebody like that. Snoop yeah. grew up. His in grandma the was. It says on the app. His grandma and one is his grandma. Yeah. So this is the thing, though, man. Like when it comes to music and stuff like that, like she just said, this pastor came on and says, "Well, I don't know if he professed." And blah blah blah. He did on the album. First of all, I knew you didn't listen, listen to, to it. it. Didn't second listen to of it. all, second of all, God still uses pastors. And bishops and whatever highfalutin title you think you have to cover up your sin. Mm. You can robe yourself up, put your little fish hat on, and look all holy in your regalia, but be the most filthiest person in the room. And that's who the Pharisees were in the Bible. And even in my book, I talk about um, who was really lost. Mm -hmm. Because when Jesus met the lost, they were transformed. But the people who had the word and religion... And held people to this standard, 
never trans they didn't they were not transformed by Jesus because they still thought they knew it all. Okay. They didn't even think he was the Christ. They didn't think he was God in the flesh. But those who were ratchet, those right. who were handicapped right. and diseased, the woman at the well, the demoniac became Jesus' best spokesperson. Blind, yeah, the and man. he hung with prostitutes. They called him a drunkard and a glutton. And a lot of people on this podcast said if Jesus was here, he'd be hanging with Snoop. See, look at that. What's the, the tax collectors? What's his the name? Tax collectors. Yes. Even Matthew was a tax collector. Jesus chose, like this is the thing about God. He chooses the most unlikely people to be used by him. And pastors and leaders in the church got to stop judging folk. And and remember, of course, we're supposed to be deep rooted in God and, yeah, his, yeah. and, and the word and uh -huh. stuff like that. I'm not saying that yeah. and be tainted by the world. But what I'm saying is... you. John 3.16, everybody can pretty much quote. Everybody knows. Right. But not that everybody can quote John 3.17. It says, God did not send his son in the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Wow. So if Jesus himself does not condemn sin, who made you Holy Ghost Jr.? <laughs> and, and, and the word also goes on to say that, and you know, in somebody's summation, you'll hear them say that no man knows what's in another man's heart. Mm -hmm. But to be specific, it huh. says that um, no one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And sure. no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. So for somebody to stand in the position and take the position to say, you know, he's not saved. Right. Um, he doesn't confess Jesus. Mm -hmm. You have no idea. No, no, none. They don't know. None. And you won't ever know. No. And he doesn't have to display it in the way that you think that he should. It's an intimate, personal right. relationship. Yeah, and I'm happy he didn't, because I'm pretty sure he know in his head when he was going to do this album, mm -hmm. people going to be talking about me, you know, they ain't not going to like that, I, but he still did it. He did it anyway. Thank God. I'm happy he did that, man, because yeah, this, 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 it's going to be a star. I'm pretty sure it's going to be another person that we, we don't think should be doing an album right. or do another one. Uh, I mean, Fantasia be taking folks to church easy, at her concert. Man. Easy. Like, so, and then people are like, well, he's making money off the church uh, and the gospel. Mm -hmm. How many bishops have you known come to town and have raped the church of their funds? $100 and, and line, $50 line. line. told people they're going to get out of debt tonight. And the only person who got out of debt was that bishop. Who they left. left that they night. left. And then you, you stuck here. But you mad at Snoop. Because he's smoking weed and still cussing. <laughs> And, uh, and you doing the same thing. It's funny to me, man. That's why I call them church folk. Exactly. There's a difference between Christians and believers right. and followers of Christ. So, and like I said, I, I wish I could play his album as we talking right now, but I accept. I don't want to get copyright. I want I want to do this podcast the right way. Yeah. But I'm telling you guys, go out there, man, and listen. Go go listen to that uh, the album, man. Yeah. So I'm gonna go into another one where I see you. Um, you you real active in the Black Panther movie. Oh yeah, Black Panther. Oh, so I see. I said you guys went. I see you. you uh, you took your kids. You guys are all dressed up and everything. Yeah. And there's people. For the culture. Me, there, there's people going out of town. Why are you dressing up for this movie? You going making a big deal in African attire? But there's people when Harry Potter came out, you dressing up. Come on. When uh Superman, oh that's Superman. When Spider Man come out, you you dressing up for Star him. Star Wars. Star all that. Yeah. Like so, why why can't we do this? And I, I'm gonna say this. I'm so proud of the. Of all people supporting this movie, yeah. Like sometimes, cause I, I'm not gonna, I'm saying sometimes we don't support some things, yeah. mm -hmm. but we really went out and we did great with this movie yeah. and supported it. Yeah. Like I said, and to, I'm gonna get my, my my piece about the movie. Out of eight out of ten, I get like a eight and a half nine to me. Mm -hmm. It was it was two parts that I wanted to see. Not I'm I'm not a I'm not a movie director, but I wanted to see a little bit of uh um 
Black Panther, where he came from. I would like to see like a three minute, like a flashback of him training or something as a kid, yeah. or him getting beat up or something. Him, this, I seen my first time seeing. I don't, I don't know how it happened like this, but I seen him in uh, 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 Avengers. He came yeah. out of nowhere, yeah. and he was Black Panther. They didn't yeah. show we. So I want to see a little Origins. bit in this movie. But most movies, the sequel, they do do that. They go yeah. back and they show you yeah. how it came. So I hope they do that. And the last thing I didn't, I didn't really like was not a big deal in my heart. I believe is when. He killed his he killed his uh cousin. Yeah. So black on black crime. I didn't yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah. But to me, I'm believing. Some people say I'm crazy. I think he's not dead. Wow. I think what's gonna happen. I'm sending on on wax. That the they, they, they said already they're gonna do a part two. What's gonna happen is it's gonna open up. He's gonna be he's gonna pick his cousin up. Yeah. Take him to the lab. They gonna yeah. we'll do it. Bring him back. He's gonna be mad. Yeah. Oh, he bring him back. I want to die. Like, no, right. no, no, no. They explain to him. Right. Be be who you are, man. But yeah. we on the same t- we on the same side. That's right. Be That's who right. you. Cause you kill a lot of people. You powerful. Yeah. You you got the whole oh what well, on your side pretty yeah. much. They, you you beat me. Right. Be on my side and right. do your own thing and mm-hmm. then bring Storm. Yeah. Cause you know Black Panther. They, married to Storm. Yeah, yeah, but he got a girlfriend now. So hey, give give Storm right. to him. <laughs> and that's how we. That'd be a great opening right there, dude. Yeah. You, Cause to me. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was a great actor in that movie, man. Yeah. He was small, he was big, he's yeah. good. So don't don't let him go. Don't let him go away, man. Yeah. Bring him back. So and that's what I'm believe is gonna happen. So if the, whoever the director I forget his name is, you hear, you hear his podcast, which you probably won't <laughs> do do that. That'd be a great opening yeah, to me. So right. I'm a, but like I said, I gave about eight and a half nine. But go ahead and give me your perspective. I know you you love the movie. I did, man. I love the movie just because we needed to see us on screen right. on a big level like right. that, and 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 it just shows the power of the black dollar. Yes, like that's the highest grossing superhero it's movie crazy. of all time. Crazy. Like in less probably less time than the Avengers who had multiple yeah. casts. Like you see, like like the reason why it's important to me is because of that fact, but also because my kids. Like first of all, he's smarter than Tony Stark, mm. richer than Tony Stark. Mm. Iron Man was was my dude, but until I saw that Black Panther was was stronger and and smarter than him, I was like, dude. Yeah. Just on paper, if we didn't see their skin color, mm-hmm. like he's a better superhero, right. and so and then vibranium comes. From, it's hidden it in right Africa. There. I'm like, it right there. But 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 Black Panther shows us, and I'm gonna tell you a prayer that I prayed. This gonna be funny. I said, Jesus, please don't come back before Black Panther comes out. I just <laughs> I just I just want to see this. You movie. I want I want to see it so bad too, man. Like, come on, man. We gotta see this. Cause. Oh man, and but but some I heard somebody say. Wakanda shows us what what Africa could have been if right, slavery didn't take right, place, right. and then now Nigeria is starting That's to talk point. about trade. But Ghana, people miss miss over Ghana. Ghana is a place that is really flourishing, and they don't show us the side of Africa that's flourishing. Right. And so Wakanda, even though it's fictional, shows us that. And then the last thing I would say why it was good, not just because of the writing and. Mm-hmm. And uh, my favorite movie is Don't Scare Me Like That, Colonizer. <laughs> I laugh so hard. I love that, man. Oh, I laugh so hard. Um, but when my daughter said, I said, baby girl, what do you want to do for your birthday? She said, I want to have a Black Panther party. Wow. Um, like Shuri. And so we did that for her this Sunday. Because the, the, the women in this movie was so powerful in this movie. They was oh. like the backburn. They was pretty much the forefront of this movie, man. Listen, when I saw it again, I was like, if we as black men come on now don't surround ourselves with strong black come women come on now we cannot it makes life easy we man we cannot function in what God has called us to do and and so 
I, I saw it. I saw it the first time, mm-hmm. but I felt it the second time. See, I didn't see this. I only seen it once. Yeah, I felt. I, I said, man, I said, dude, T'Challa wouldn't be who he he could man. be without the. And genius. I love that his sister was like like a science, like a genius. I she love that. Was a genius. Like, I mean, <clears throat> it was it was phenomenal, man. Yeah, it was the a women. Movie. The women held that get movie your perspective down. of the movie too, like because. Yeah. <laughs> you, I know you've seen this, so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was there. What, 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 what do you think about it? Um, there were so many dynamics uh, that really um, was was pleasing to the eye. You know, good looking actors, all that good stuff. Right, but the right. the main thing that I really liked is something that you guys just touched on, and it's just the representation of the powerful black woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, his army, his defense was all women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and what I really liked about T'Challa is how humble he was right he was he, he was, was not cocky you know throughout the whole movie he That's was just true. humble and he I was know. serving his people and so i just i, I like that in his character and that, that persona that he portrayed um and then i liked how it was a complete family thing you know right, his sister was, was involved yeah. you know what i mean and and she was part of part of his team mom was there um and even though father had went on you know, mother carried a significant right. role. And then I liked how, you know, all of the leaders came together. Yeah. Came together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, I just liked all the different representation of what was there and what that represented. Um, I really liked what our people did to step up and support the movie. Right, they really yes. did. Man. I just, Shout I loved, I loved how the black dollars were spent. Yeah. I loved the support. I loved the message that we sent, yeah. you know, um, that black dollars spend, yeah. um, that there is an audience and that um, basically, you know, like fill the dreams. If you build it, we will come. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? If, if you meet what it is that we are desiring to see in our needs, we will support it. We will be there. So I'm just excited yeah. to see what's to come and i and i think there is a momentum going yeah and it was kind of like the push that we need we have a lot of creative black people Mm -hmm. um in the black community who have a lot to offer they brought us something great that's marvels Mm -hmm. but we have we have our own and so i think it's now time for people our creative people to kind of step forward and all of us with ideas so i just like the momentum that it's gotten going where it's kind of propelled us to continue with the spirit of excellence right. and just to kind of get things going and build off of that that's why you know yeah. again regardless of how you feel about snoop dog exactly. you know what i mean he did he has produced something yes. with a spirit of excellence Excellent. and Excellent. as black folks we need to step up and support it yeah support it come on get, let's give a big shout out to snoop and um black panther right here we're gonna give it a hand clap right there yeah. thank you yeah let's get it going you know <laughs> big shout out to them man like i said the snoop album like i said it, it was it was great man it was it was a great movie. I mean, a great album and a great movie, man. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I have another one. And like I said, we we doing pretty good. We we it don't seem like it's been an hour, but it's been we've been here an hour already, man. Good conversation. But uh, another thing I was gonna I was gonna ask you is uh, say in the last five years, what new uh, belief or behavior or habit has has uh, most improved your life? Oh, in the last year? Last five years. Five years. What's what's um, some behavior or belief that's changed? You know, like. Just uh, prayer, meditation, like um, really honing my thoughts on being positive, thinking positively, thinking on the word. Uh, I suffered from depression about four years ago. Wow. um, Really bad. Yeah. And and, and I really had to practice certain things like meditating, breathing exercises. I mean, a lot of people, pastors aren't going to talk about it. And I don't even want to just put that title. A lot of people are not going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then when you're out in the community and doing so much and you're pouring out, like you need an outlet. You yeah. need something to do. So I do that. Um, um, work out. I change my, my diet. And eating habits, and I lost fifty pounds. Wow! And uh, great. yeah, I did kickboxing for about six, seven months. Shout out! I always want to do kickboxing. Do you get a good workout from that, or oh, just man. just uh, for yeah. technique or whatever? Nah, I just so work out and sweat. Man. Yeah, I, I so mean, you do like in the gym or outdoors? No, we did it in the park, outside, cold, heat, all Dang. of it. And then I just started going to the gym like after that. But uh, that, those those things, um, you know. Uh, I like smoking cigars too. Um, I know that's probably gonna mess with some people, but hey, <laughs> hey, dude, they, I, like I said, they doing the same thing. I, you I, I, I mean, you got to be grown to smoke a good cigar. Oh, and another thing, I focus on my money and my credit. And yeah, you got to do my that credit. I got a grown man credit score. See there? So, yeah, that's what I need to work on. I'm gonna sense. talk to you about that because that's something I need to do. Yeah. So keep keep going. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Just keep going. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, a lot of black people don't talk about, uh, you know, credit, and we live in check to check. And you know, I'm just thankful to apply some principles about, um, you know, money. And then uh, shout out to D Free, um, Dr. Sorries, and his financial freedom um, uh, curriculum, just to help us get out of debt and 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 learn how to build wealth. You know, that's that's the Bible is clear on that, that we should have wealth for our children's children. Uh, we got to be entrepreneurs. We got to start. Um, you know, building our credit, paying off debt, um, not trying to keep up with the Joneses and the Kardashians, right. you know, because they broke and, and in debt too. <laughs> they just act like they ain't. But, but I think that's important for our our uh, community, you know, to build wealth economically. Doctor Boyce Watkins on Facebook, he has a lot of stuff like that. Like, we got to stop doing uh, the latest dances and start really yeah. building wealth. That's, that's that's key, man. Yeah. So, I, so I need to work on that on myself. So I'm, I'm good to that. So I would say that too. So um, I think we pretty much, you know, what I'm saying we pretty much cover a lot of things here, man. Yeah. So, but well, the, the last thing I, wanna, I, I pretty much want to do for, uh, is uh, if you can um, like uh, give us some dates or some uh, some uh, time, like what you got, what you got coming up, like promote yourself, like give give us your social media tag, okay, whatever you do with social media, and that, yeah. some upcoming events, and also Easter. Let, let us tell us about that again about the uh, the, the in the park. So, yeah, Remnant South Phoenix will be celebrating the resurrection of Jesus this Sunday at 9 a.m. Okay. at El Prado Park, 19th Avenue in Alta Vista, uh, just south of Southern. Uh, you can find us at RemnantSouthPhoenix.com, RemnantSouthPHX.com. Um, so my social media tags are at Warren Stewart Jr., S-T-E-W-A-R-T. So at Warren Stewart Jr., you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, just look me up. I'm everywhere. Um, and oh, and another thing, I, I totally forgot. No, we needed to have somebody. Did you? Did you? On your on your on your uh, on your uh, Facebook Live? Yeah. Is there? Ask anybody. Did they want to call in? Maybe comment or something. What we, what we were talking about, and give their little two cent in. We'll give you a minute to go ahead and go. And if you go too left, we're gonna cut you off. Yeah. If y'all want to call and, in, and the number is gonna be. Uh, 409-609-659-659-2035. If you guys want to call into the studio, you can call in. Okay. Is there another side that needs to be fairly considered? Maybe Tommy Russell might want Tommy Russell. Tommy you want Russell, to call in? you want to call in, what's the number again? Uh, 409-659-2035. Can you... Can you uh, 
Can you comment to it? I don't know how I can comment okay. like that. But, I mean, if y'all got something to say, all right, all right. If they have your number, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we cut some love on also. No, 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 no. I'm saying if they have your number already, somebody on oh, there. Some, yeah. Yeah, they can give you a call or something like that. So, yeah, yeah we, that's we, been we, doing we, that all day. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, if y'all want to call in and got something to say or just say it online. Yeah, because we'll, we'll, we'll wait. Look, we'll wait like another 10 minutes and get. If you if you don't want to call in, that's fine. But you want to say something on the uh, Facebook Live, like I said, call in. Like I said, the number is again is four zero nine six five nine two zero three five. Go ahead and give a call, and uh, we'll we'll let you get we'll give you a little like a minute to be on here. Like I said, don't say, don't say anything crazy though. We're gonna cut you off. <laughs> Tommy Russell, I'd like to invite you. Um, you made a comment. It would be helpful to me as a listener to hear you guys fairly consider what might be some legitimate concerns. And I would agree. We got, so we got if, a caller. We got a caller. So we're gonna uh, let them call in. Oh, Tommy, share your concerns with uh, us. Give me one second. I'm, I'm, we're gonna put you on. That. Give me one second. All right. Little, he he called little, in. My little plug thing. Listen, as as he's getting that thing for the uh, the caller to come online, um, yeah. If you know somebody in South Phoenix doesn't have a church home, send them the remnant this this Sunday for uh, resurrection services. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, caller, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, he's here. Uh, okay, so we're gonna let you uh, give you, uh, come talk. Give us your name. And where are you from? And um, go ahead and uh, let us know what you want to talk about since you called in. Yeah, man. My name is Tommy Russell. I'm from South Phoenix. Appreciate the phone call. Appreciate the conversation. And I was just listening in about the uh, conversation you guys was having about the Snoop Dogg album. Uh, I, myself, am a big hip-hop fan. I haven't heard the album yet. Uh-huh. Uh, but I was listening to what you guys were saying and uh, how you guys was dealing with the discussion. And I was just curious if uh, if there was uh, another side of the argument that needs to be discussed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah I was. Is, is there. So I guess my question would be, is there a le- legitimate concern or criticism or skepticism, uh, you know, that people that love God and, you know, they're just kind of hearing about it. And they say, you know, they have a little bit of reservations and, you know, maybe there's, you know, maybe there is a concern uh, or a legitimate argument that needs to be addressed, you know, for the, you know, just for greater edification for those who are looking at the project and maybe uh, maybe don't have all the information or maybe they don't even maybe they're not a Snoop Dogg fan. Maybe they are. I don't know. But, uh, you know, maybe just looking at it and saying, you know, is there is there is there a legitimate concern that we need to discuss uh, when we talk about secular uh, artists uh, crossing over and doing gospel things? Yeah, man, I, that's a great question. Thanks, Tommy. Um, yeah, the, I, I definitely think we need to vet people and see their fruit. Um, and, and, and I would say the um, a lot of what we what we see here is like when you first come to Christ, you know, people are like, well, can I can I still cuss? Can I drink? Can I can I do this? You know, and they start learning what it is as a babe in Christ to to grow up in the faith and some things will be cut off cold turkey some things won't be um and i think it comes down to a matter of what we believe in theology you know some people are armenians some people are calvinists some people are reformed some people believe you can lose your salvation that's what all that means some people think and some people know that you cannot lose your salvation and so um i believe the argument is 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 right and we should have that argument to say yes some people um, may be doing it for their own benefit. But even Paul says that in Philippians, that some people preach the gospel for their own benefit, but mm-hmm. allow them to do it. Yeah. And that messed me up when I heard that, because I'm like, wow, God, 
Well, um, I'm I'm here trying to do it pure and 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 for your glory, and then some people just doing it for their own gain, and then you have people in Matthew seven twenty one to twenty three who are who are going to be looking like they do things for God, and he says you have cast out demons, you have healed the sick, but depart from me, you workers of iniquity, I never knew you. So then we have those people who look like they're in the church and they're a part of us, but God never knows them, and so when it comes to Snoop, at the end of the day. Man looks at the outward appearance. God looks at the heart. And and as believers, and if he's calling himself a believer, we can look at the fruit. That's one thing people are, you can't judge me. Well, we can't judge the world, but as fellow believers, we can judge each other. Okay. Uh, because the Bible says we, we'll, we will even judge angels. So, so when it comes to a theological perspective, yes, we can look for the fruit from Snoop's life. Um, and, but, but at the end of the day, we pray that, and believe that God's hand is on him. Um, this is about good music and him reaching some folks where the church has seemed to lost its it, lose its relevance. Um, but yes, I see somebody also coming in. Yes, we are to practice holiness and, and not be like the world. Um, so what does that look like, though? Um, if we were to see Jesus today in a yeah. bar, would we say, oh, my God, he's a drunk? Or would we say, oh, no, that's the son of God. He's just in there evangelizing. Mm -hmm. No, I think we would ridicule Jesus um, because they called him a drunkard and a glutton, and they said he was a demon. Okay. And and so because of the people who he hung out with. And so we are to go into the world and to be a light in the midst of darkness. And uh, and, and I'll just personally say this, and I'll end it, and then you guys can chime in. Um I would say the first thing I thought of was uh, Snoop's old album. Uh, remember, Murder Was the Case, <laughs> and that devil came in the room with him, and, oh, yeah. and he made a deal with the devil to get out of. I was just like, "Yo, Snoop has really made a change." That's because that, like, if I had reservations, that would have been it. Um, but but there's also a biblical example of Simon Magus, who became a believer, and in the context of Scripture, he was a magician, but he wanted to still practice ma uh, magic. Even though he was a believer and they had to, the, the, the disciples had to correct him and say, no, we don't, you can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. That did not dismiss him from being a believer. Gotcha. Okay. So that, that'll be. And uh, is that, is that, did you want to chime in or? I was just going to. Uh, are you talking to me? No, you go, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. If you want yeah, to respond I, to that. Yeah. I, I think that was helpful. I think, uh, uh, what I think just to extend the question a little bit. Uh, when, when we when we're addressing these uh, particular issues that uh, you might be a little bit sticky, you know, what are some of the specific questions that we might ask? Uh, for, uh, we're talking about Snoop Dogg, so obviously using this as sort of like a case in point or an example uh, for discussion. Uh, when when we're dealing with something like this, what what are what are some of the questions that we might ask? You know, to to yeah. uh, uh, you know, just you know, I know you said that, that we got to go through a vetting process, and I know that's what you meant by that, but that's real yeah. general. Can we? What are some more specific things that we might want to ask uh, when addressing this particular topic? And is there a specific criticism that needs to be addressed? I mean, a legitimate. I mean, I know, I know, I know, I, I understand the discussion thus far, and I'm with you uh, all the way through. Mm -hmm. uh, but but I do think there's a place for legitimate criticism. That's not fair, uh, fair circle and character. You know what I mean? That we don't have of to be, fall back on religion or being a Pharisee because we have legitimate concerns. And what are the specific questions that we should be asking as the church uh, when, 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 when dealing with a particular issue like this that might be somewhat controversial? I think it depends on the position that the individual is taking. So he, you know, he put out some music. 
He's not stepping as, as of yet. He's not stepping into a pulpit. He's not even stepping necessarily into a leadership role. Right. So I really think it, de- it depends on the dynamic of the role, you know, of the person who's stepping into position. So with the music, um, the music, there's a message in the music. Mm-hmm. And so we can go so far with that. Now, if he is stepping up, opening up a church and, you know, he wants to take on a leadership role and we don't want him, you know, misguiding um, the body of Christ or or, or taking them down. You know, we don't want him polluting the word of God and things of that nature or sending mixed messages. So I think the questions that you would ask would kind of depend on the position that the person was taking. You know, he's not, it's just, I can't say it's just music, Mm -hmm. but when people listen to the music Mm -hmm. and you're in your car or or whatever, wherever you're at and you're listening to the music, honestly, that's the impartation of the Holy Spirit, whatever the, the Holy Spirit imparts to you from those song from the song that's between you and the Holy Spirit. Um, I think we are dealing with something different if he's standing up um, in the pulpit and he's preaching and he's taking on a leadership role. So I do think we would need to come up with some different type of questions as far as the music is concerned. I don't think there really is anything to question. Um, uh, it, it seems to me like you hit on, I think, what, what would be the most important question is, is what is the message? Is it doctrinally sound? Is it consistent with right. scripture? I think that's a good place to start. And so uh, I agree with that. I think that's excellent. And then certainly, uh, you know, to, you know, extrapolate, you know, that from like taking Snoop Dogg, for an example, and saying, you know, if he's doctrinally sound, what he's doing is doctrinally sound. Uh, and then wanting to extend that to a leadership position in the church. Certainly, I think that's a little bit of a different conversation. But I think the, the first question to, to ask, it seems to me, and I think you got it exactly right, is, is the message accurate? Is it consistent with Scripture? And I think that's a good place to start. And if, yeah. and if, and if, if we can answer that question in the affirmative, then I think that sort of puts, you know, I think that kind of, you know, pumping, then we can pump the brakes on some of the, some of the further criticisms mm-hmm. that we might have. Now, if it's doctrinally skewed or contrary to scripture, then I think we have a big problem. Exactly. Uh, what I'm excited about is that it's going to, it's generating dialogue. Yeah. It's, it's sure. getting people to question and um, it's, I think it's cause it can create um, a gateway as to, I need more than just the music, you know, and so we're in, in any given city or place or who's ever listening to the music, then, you know, that, that could be the one thing that propels them to go to church on Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's where the growth began. I just think it's so important that he's opening up a door for those who it may have been closed before. Um, just seeing him with that crossover music, because usually we see it from people going from, you know, Christian music into secular music, but you know, now he is really, it's it's very, it's very profound. It's, it's going to generate dialogue. And you know, when, when God moves, I mean, you know, somebody who wouldn't typically go to church or, or, or have an experience with the Holy spirit, it's, it it becomes real and um, they'll seek more. They'll want more. And if you've ever, you know, had an encounter with the Holy spirit, you want more. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. So, so caller, did it, it pretty much kind of answer what you was calling for? Yeah, man, I think that was good. That was helpful, and I appreciate the line. I would just simply say that, uh, you know, as as I get out of here, that uh, obviously Snoop is going to have a, a lot of influence on people that that uh, would be, uh, you know, sort of closed mm-hmm. to uh, to a gospel witness. 
uh, and that sort of thing. And so I, that's why I think to evaluate the music on doctrinal grounds is a good place to start, because yeah. certainly if we're going to support it as the church, we want to make sure that the influence that is in the music is godly influence and not worldly influence. And I think that the basis of that is, 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 is the message accurate? And then, and then I think we can go from there, but I appreciate the line guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you for coming in, calling in. Yeah. Um, there was a question that somebody asked, did he profess Christ? And it was like, yeah, he did on the album. I mean, I, I think that's a good question to start from. Did he profess Christ? And I've been watching Snoop's Instagram for a minute. Like he's always listening to gospel music on mm -hmm. Sundays. And yeah, he, we, he's always doing that. Yeah. We don't know, but you, you got Lecrae talking to these hip hop artists, mm -hmm. like really just just trying to disciple them, mm -hmm. you know. And so you got people that are in the entertainment industry really trying to reach them. And right. who knows when Snoop was reached right. by somebody. That's I said, we'll never John know. Gray. But John Gray, yeah. John Gray. Awesome. But, and, but what about Kirk Franklin writing the reason why I sing and mm -hmm. stuff when he was a porn addict? See? Dang. I mean, do we yes. have a problem with that? Do we have a problem that Facebook is used to start this controversy? And Mark Zuckerberg, we haven't heard him profess Christ. Somebody said that. <laughs> So I think Adrian said that Adrian man, is strong. Come so, man, that's a good Black, one. Black Panther, we like it, we love it, but it wasn't full of Christian theology. They were worshiping Jesus in there. They weren't worshiping Yahweh, or the I am who I am. They were worshiping the Panther God. Wow. Did we have a problem with that? I didn't think about that. Did we have a problem with Get Out not being Christian? I mean, we got if we're gonna go yeah, down yeah. that road, right, and say we don't support certain things and i'm i'm with my brother tommy i'm with him you know we have to be theologically sound but i'm also withholding pastors and churches theologically sound too okay. not just snoop okay because i see a lot of people in churches that don't know the word and don't know the scriptures and they and and they be the main ones judging when they haven't cracked the book open the mm -hmm. bible and they have not uh they haven't read the Bible or even listened to Snoop's album. Whatever it is. <laughs> Whatever it is. We're talking about Snoop's album. But I'm just, I mean, like, I like Lettucey. You know, Lettucey yeah. is dope yeah. to me. Like, and she just did a concert with Kirk and PJ Morton. PJ Morton is PJ Morton's another man. He a PK, but he's doing it. He's just making good music. Good music. And, and, and so we know what's nasty music mm -hmm. and talking about killing people. I'm not supporting that. I'm just supporting... I didn't say, look, y'all, church folk, don't get mad because ain't nobody, it ain't fun if the homie can't have none. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said Snoop's gospel album yeah. is what we should support. Do we do we, we have another, another uh, caller want to call, try to call in? We could, we could take one more, you know? One more. I don't know how y'all good on time, so like I said, we, we, could, we could probably do one more. Yeah, you wanna, remember can... that number is 409-659-2035 uh, if you want to call in. Listen, I will say what Paul said in Corinthians, and I believe it's chapter 13. He said, examine yourself to see whether or not you're in the faith. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody has to do that evaluation. Gotcha. Examine yourself mm -hmm. to see whether or not you're in the faith. While you're examining everybody else, and have you examined yourself? Mm -hmm. And and that's, to me, what's the problem with Christianity? I mean, we can we cannot... <laughs> Snoop got more theology than our current president. Ooh. So, and and Christians all, or supposedly evangelical Christians, supported him and said he stood up to Christian values. 
Snoop's album got more Christian values in it. Man, you got these these points you making. Is just I mean, Donald Trump got some lyrics that'll you know match up with the Snoop. I mean, grab them and you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, somebody can turn that to the trap a trap song. All right, <laughs> come on now. And the whole club will be bouncing. So yeah, right. so. We'll, like I said, we'll give you guys about two or three more minutes. Don't mind calling. We're gonna go ahead and end it. But that was a good caller. Uh, call came in. Did you know? Did you know him? Uh, no, through Facebook. Okay. Yeah. okay. I mean, so, if I meet him, shout, I, I shout out to that caller. We we'll give a shout out to that caller. Calling for us. Yeah. Thank you. Well, this has been good, man. Yeah, it's been real good. So, like I said, I don't think anybody's going to call in. So, no. uh, did, did you want to get any, any of your social media tags? So, let people know who they, they can reach you. Because you have some good points. They may want to okay. talk to you um, further about that. So, Well, just on Facebook, I'm yeah, just Yasmeen Anderson. Spell that. And then Y-A-Z-M-E-E-N, last name Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N. And on Instagram, I'm Yazzy247, and that's Y-A-Z-Z-Y-247. And I'm just thankful. You know, y'all, I just walked in to observe because I just want to learn about, you know, radio and podcasting. Learn together. And they threw the headset on me five <laughs> minutes before go time. Yeah. So we need a woman on here. You know, man, I'm just, so. you know, tagging along for the ride. So I'm grateful for the opportunity. And, and we're going to see her um, more, too. So she already messed up. She messed up. <laughs> I was like, wait, she got good what? Knowledge, no so makeup. She's going to be on here. No, I'm just kidding. But so, um, so I don't think we're gonna you. we're gonna have anybody call in. So what, what, how I want to end this is I want to ha- end it with a prayer. So we can have Pastor Warren kind of kind of pray, uh, say a prayer for for the podcast for, his, yeah. for people that's watching and uh, even Snoop, you know. So it's people that's make him stronger. Maybe he do something else, you know. So yeah. just, just give a, a, a corporate prayer right, real quick. Yeah. God, thank you so much for being our Father and adopting us as your children. Those who have professed Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We do pray and thank you, and we are grateful for your grace and your mercy. God, mm-hmm. you don't give us what we deserve. You love us. You forgave us over 2,000 years ago, and you yes. provided your son's blood to be the sacrifice and our atonement, our substantial t- atonement so that we'd be clean before a holy God. So thank you that we who are in you are clean. And, Lord God, we have passed from death to life. So, God, I pray for anybody who's watching who may have been hurt by the church or confused by religion and feel the hypocrisy and judgment. Lord, there's hypocrisy in politics, in in our schools, in our police. Lord, there's hypocrisy everywhere. But, Lord, let the church be who she is supposed to be, Uh, a community-minded, loving, forgiving, meeting the needs of our community. Uh, beacon of light as your kingdom of God on earth. So God, let the church be the church. Um, and Lord God, let us examine our faith to see whether or not we're with you. And God, we thank you yes. for this podcast. We thank you for this this Facebook Live. We thank you for social media, even yes. though it may not have been used to design for this, but we use it for your glory. So yep. get the glory out of our lives. Thank you for we just talking and everything that is to come from this and the fruit that will be that that will come and lives to be changed. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So that's it, man. That's that's our podcast for the for the day. So we appreciate our guests today, and um, we're gonna give another hand clap again. Appreciate yeah. y'all for a great show. So yeah. So you guys remember, man, we're just talking. Yeah.